Hello, hello, hello. These are your hosts, Atita and Tapan, and this is Cold Brew Money. We are talking about money because your friends and family won't. Hi, Atita. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, have you heard about the game Among Us or played the game? No. Uh, what is that? So it it started, I think, because of PewDiePie. He started playing, and then he has hundred million followers, right? So now everyone is playing it. Uh, it's very similar to the card game that we have Mafia, and hmm. um, you basically in every game there are two imposters, and there are other eight crewmates or teammates who have to do tasks, and the imposters go and try to kill them. And the best part is when you're playing, you have to be on mute. and then whenever someone sees a dead body or finds a dead body in the task area they report it and then all 10 of them they discuss who might have killed it because no one can see it right because there is like a what do you call shadow of the game shadow i don't know what was the war of shadow what was the term i forgot i haven't played age of empires in a long time so basically then everyone starts discussing hey i have not killed and then someone blames the other person that i know this person he left this room and and then like in that you can see all the biases and all the fallacies and everything that comes into play because if you've seen someone with you in a room and then like after 3 4 seconds that person is not like you cannot see that person then you know like you can blame that person but it could mm-hmm. be that it's just the fog of shadow or something like that and you cannot see it and it's hilarious the way the game turns out to be and the job of the imposter is basically to like kill most of the people or like not let them do their tasks and win in that way so it's it's super hilarious okay so is this like a, a zoom game or like you can play it on phone or it's a phone game like it's on okay. the server you you and all your friends will go on the same server you can join the same game 10 people less than that and then like 10 people is the max and it's usually fun with that many people and yeah. then uh, uh you join your audio through a whatsapp call or something like that and then you can oh i see okay got it so oh, it's interesting super fun we have been i've been watching gameplays and we are planning to play it over the weekend nice. um let's see how that goes yeah. out yeah i think so uh, it was posted on one of the groups Like let download the app, and I'm like, oh, I already have too many apps, and I don't know yeah. if I'll because I downloaded House Party when the COVID started, and right. I used it for like I don't know a week. So yeah, there are so many games that went viral during the pandemic, like Fall Guys. Also, I don't know if you've seen yeah, the yeah. gameplay. Yeah, uh, cool. So let's start today's episode. But as always, before we start, if you like Cold Brew Money, hit that subscribe button. You can give us a five star rating on Apple Podcast. We are also now available on YouTube, uh, so you can subscribe to us there. It helps us push out good content on a weekly basis. So let's get started. Today's episode is a very exciting one and an interesting one, especially for me. And then I'm guessing Atita as well because this is one of our favorite topics. Uh, we are talking about uh, mental models and uh, biases and fallacies and things similar to that, and we are discussing that because uh, mental models have an impact on how you invest, and it is highly preached by Charlie Munger. It is one of the reasons I started learning about mental models. Uh, so let's get started. So, Atit, how how did you even hear about mental models for the first time? 
Yeah, so I was listening to Tim Ferriss' uh, podcast, and uh, you know who was uh, he? Who was he interviewing? Naval Ravikant. Oh, Naval Ravikant. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, interviewing him, and yeah, he talked about. Uh, he was. I think the discussion was about motivation. How to motivate people, right? Founders and uh, even like all, all the successful CEOs. Like what they don't have. Uh, that money motivation anymore right they have they are successful they have a lot of money then they you know the next generation would even if they don't work they would be fine so he's like uh, uh he he mentioned charlie munger because that's his job uh charlie munger's job like motivating all the managers of berkshire hathaway's businesses mm-hmm. to get out and perform uh not for money but because they want to right some different sort of motivation and then he talks about like mental models how to use mental models to create motivation um and uh, and that stuck with me charlie munger and i had never heard about charlie munger before then this is i think 2016 or something like that so oh wow okay yeah i didn't know about him i knew about warren buffett but didn't never heard of charlie munger so he, yeah. he even he's like uh, he gave charlie munger he's a right hand man of all buffet and self made billionaire and all of that when he said it because he i think yeah after that uh, it stuck with me i googled uh, and then boom i'm now the biggest charlie munger fan you would have ever seen nice that's nice yeah even me like um i i don't like i think in 2014 or 15 uh, akash from our class doshi he hmm. randomly uh messaged me on facebook with a link from shane parish and it was into even about mental models but it was about something random like thought thinking and stuff like that and then i saw the link and i was like okay cool and then i started exploring the website and i just stumbled upon his mental models article shane parish is he runs the fordham street blog he also has a podcast called the knowledge project he has done a lot of research and work on around mental models so i i stumbled on his site and then i just started reading about mental models and like i was in that productivity and all that stuff like in around that time frame itself and as you said like everything fell into place and then i started just reading about all of that and here we are and um, yeah that time also like i, I took uh, mark zuckerberg's uh, reading challenge i started ordering books that mm. uh, were around that but like for the longest time i did not understand how they work but in recent years i have understood that what well, like what are mental models so i'll i'll try to explain what i understand mental models to be and then you can just chime in for me mental models are like basic ideas or concepts that are defined in any particular field so uh, and it it is how we work in that field so it's like tools in your professional like toolkit and we all have models in our profession like uh, me working in pwc as a consultant for us like clients always comes first and uh, we need to serve our clients so that's a model for us because uh, whenever we have to think about it we think in a way that client always comes first so that becomes a model for us then in sales you might have heard the term client is always right and then um, it can also be like a concept like inertia or activation energy those are models in physics and uh, then what happens with mental models is basically you can use model from one field 
to a different one so those are called cross functional models and that's where it starts getting more interesting what what are your thoughts ajit yeah yeah absolutely i think those that that is the idea of a model right it's a self contained entity and you could apply that self contained entity to uh decision making or uh, developing a product or uh, you know a number of different uh, applications um and yeah like you said right is it always true uh, i don't not really but there is a mental model to explain that also like uh, how to use a mental model and uh, right. what i like to think of mental model is it is a map not a territory you know uh, it it'll it's a guiding uh, use it as a guiding tool not as how how you should drive your car right if you see there is a, a big uh, sinkhole in the on the street and the map is still showing you go in that on that road in that direction you should use your common sense to not go there because the territory is different than a map so unless you're michael scott <laughs> oh yes <laughs> then you always believe in machines they know more yes <laughs> obviously <laughs> and uh, i think warren buffet uh, explains it or charlie munger i don't remember like they call it a lattice work of uh, mm-hmm. different models from dis- different fields and then uh, you use that lattice work um, in order to as you said guide your thought process so like how does mental model works and like why do we need them so they uh basically help you make uh, better decisions because you already have a model in place it does not mean that they are as atit said like they are always right but it is like a guiding uh, guiding tool uh to make decisions um it also lets you pull knowledge from different fields so as i said before like sales a client comes first now if you are not in sales you are in tech but you can start thinking from a sales perspective when you are developing your product or software so it helps you apply a model in a different field when you are thinking uh it helps in problem solving uh it also helps you make uh, better choices when it comes to certain kinds of problem and we can, we will elaborate on that as we discuss different kinds of models um like how how has like how have mental models helped you in mm. real life have you ever yeah yeah so many times like uh, at this point i don't even think they are mental models I, it has become a part of me which is you know a bold statement but i think yeah, there is some truth to that um but i use uh, a mental model called first principles right uh, which is popularized by elon musk a lot yeah. um in my work all the time right i write code um and to think in terms of like code or even like product right like if i'm developing a feature why what is the motivation behind it why am i doing this is it because uh, the client asked for it is it because uh, my competitor is doing it why does this exist right you think from the first principles point of view uh, and then you go out and build it build write that code write that feature write that build that product so yeah that uh, and then i love uh, psychology uh, mental models right like um the anchoring bias or authority bias right yeah. uh, those those uh, uh, mental models where uh, i i remember this example reading in poor charlie's almanac great yeah. book 
for anyone who wants to get started with how to think in mental models. Uh, Charlie, I think, gives an example of authority bias where, you know, like the sailors, there was a big problem with sailors with, and they were dying of scurvy, right? Uh, the where I think your teeth fall out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is caused because of uh, vitamin C deficiency, and it can be solved with a you know healthy dose of uh, lemon in your diet, right? Okay. If you just had uh, have lemon, you would be fine. So uh, they they started teaching sailors that you know have lemon. Uh, they added like a lemon uh, in their lunch and all, and nothing happened. Like they never picked it up. But what happens usually is like how they now the sailors the eaters there's like a higher uh, level of table like table with at a higher level than others where mm-hmm. on that table all the you know leaders the first mate the captain and the first mate and all the important people see, sit and then the crew sits on the lower uh, table and the, the it was made mandatory for the captain and those important people to eat lemon after the meal and the crew started seeing that and then they started following it, right? So authority bias played a big role in that. Like there is an authority figure who's, you know, just sitting at a higher level than others. Yeah. Makes, uh, that the adds that authority thing. And then just because they are doing it, uh, important people are doing it, we should do it too. So that's that's just how our brain works. And that's why you mm. buy Coke when uh, Shah Rukh sells it or whatever. Or up nine out of 10 dentists approves of a toothpaste. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's like, just an example of yeah uh, how mental models I use first principles all the time and then there are so many other mental models that I use for day-to-day decision making too. Yeah and you talked about Charlie Munger so it's one of his quotes like to the man with a hammer the world looks like a nail so mm-hmm. you basically you have a hammer but then you also have to expand your toolkit and find different times, types of tools in your toolkit and then you will be able to better solve the problem. So let's let's start the discussion around mental models and then we'll go to the biases and like the resources and stuff like that. Mm. And because you already started discussing about first principle, let's let's jump to that. First principle, Elon Musk video, like I've seen it. it like anyone who hasn't seen the video, just Google Elon Musk first principle. And he basically explains how he applied uh, first principles while building batteries for Tesla, I think. That's the video and he explained like it was very expensive so they broke the battery and its components into the most basic parts and what is basically required in order to create a battery and then they started um, exporting uh, those uh, not exporting importing those elements and then they created a battery of their own and that way the cost of tesla was reduced significantly so that was a good example and the yeah, way for yeah and even uh, even while uh, building the rocket ships for SpaceX, right? He applied that uh, tremendously and it brought down the cost by a magnitude or something, a factor of, you know, like a whole magnitude. So, um, yeah, he, he looks at it in a way where, you know, what are the most essential things that you need? Not because someone else is doing it, I should do it, or this is how the rockets are made, I should make the rocket. You think in the most essential, like if there is something that has to go into space, what is needed? Don't look at the competition and then decide. That's like thinking of by analogy. I think that's what he says in the video also. Like if you're looking at uh, a competitor or uh, looking at what other things have done, uh, what other similar things exist, 
uh, and then you try to build on top of that then that's more like thinking in terms of analogy not first principles first principles right. is, yeah and then uh adding to that i think even uh, richard feynman uh really famous uh physicist he explains uh, some like he doesn't call it first principles but he explains it uh, in his in the book uh, surely you're joking mr feynman where uh, he discusses like how he went about solving problems in different fields and he was curious about so many fields uh, physics biology chemistry and everything and he always broke down any problem that he faced into the most fundamental elements so the way you think uh, using first principles is if you have to find a solution to a problem you break the problem you go to the very root of the problem and then you start building on top of that so once you reach the roots you place the trunk then you place the branches and then you get to the leaves which is a solution so that's how uh, you use uh, first principle uh any way like you've applied this while investing like in any way oh yeah absolutely not first principles per se i would say but uh, a lot of other you know uh, i've used it to avoid companies uh you know where if a come nicola is an example of that oh, yeah. a big nicola <laughs> fraud if you apply first principles to nicola what why does it exist because it's a gimmick on tesla like just because tesla wasn't available he they used uh the you know uh, first name of tesla as <laughs> nicola <Right. laughs> and then and it tries to mimic whatever it does now uh, ask yourself this if tesla didn't exist would nicola exist i don't think so <laughs> yeah, it's only if, <laughs> no i mean the company but yeah <laughs> So if if the Tesla company didn't exist I'm pretty sure no one they wouldn't have thought of Nikola or do all of that. So yeah it, it is also used uh, I I use it, it's mental models for me has been more about about avoiding mistakes than actually narrowing down uh, right. like a company or something. And a good segue to avoiding mistake is the next one like the circle of competence uh which was made famous by Warren Buffett. He has this <laughs> I've seen the documentary on HBO uh, about Warren Buffet he has this guy with uh, the baseball uh, bat and oh, yeah. like the pitcher story which was very interesting so so the circle of competence means um, you have a specialization as a person in a certain field so that's your circle of competence competence so you stick to that like you should know what you know and you should know what you don't know and you should only play in the field or when the pitch is thrown in that area where you are able to strike it the best right and uh, that's why the example of the baseball guy and circle of competence works brilliantly in investments uh i think even safal naveshak has an article about uh, and i did not know about safal naveshak until ati told me about that so yeah. thank you for that uh, yeah, but he has a is amazing yeah he he has a good article on circle of competence as well yeah like if you had to uh, apply to like you know test match cricket right you you keep playing you leave the white ball you don't uh, you don't have to play every single shot right you only play the shot when there is a loose ball right when yeah. you know how to play it when the things come in your favor and most of the time uh, it will come in your favor only if it is inside your circle of competence if you try to 
play something which is outside your circle of competence you'll you'll most likely fail so yeah you right. don't try to hit that short ball if you if you don't play if you don't know how to play a short ball yeah so so many times my friends uh, uh you know in india it's very common like with share market they say like a tip i have got a tip about a stock like it's very common right I'll, like those tips are like about uh, railways or telecom companies or like sometimes pharmacy and stuff like that like those are the industry i have no fucking clue about right and then uh, so like i always like even my mom she's like i like someone told me that this company is going to go up and like i realize it's some retail company which like you understand the basics of retail but like you are not like it's not part of your circle like for me technology is my circle of competence that to like not significantly but i know i understand how tech works so like i stick to that and then you slowly try to expand your circle of competence and that you do by reading and understanding different fields and stuff like that yeah yeah uh, and more importantly you should know where that edge is right of your circle and knowing that being aware of that edge is very important it's and it's difficult uh, you might convince yourself saying that hey mujhe pata hai ki railway kaise chalta hai how difficult can it be but yeah. uh, you have to put your ego at check at the time and then um, make sure that you read up more about it so that your circle of competence expands a little bit and then start uh, putting your hard earned money in a railway company but it <laughs> takes years to expand your circle of competence yeah definitely it it's i think i remember safal navishak's article it's uh, uh it's all about patience so you wait for the right pitch you just keep waiting you keep waiting you keep waiting and when you get that pitch you just hit it like yeah. you go for the home run yeah. um let's move to the next one inversion thinking uh what do you have thoughts about this like it's it, it is very common in uh mathematics and we used to solve it without knowing the name so you have a problem you know like in theorems you know how like what's the answer of the theorem and then you would solve it backwards to get to the problem sometimes so that 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 is how inversion works y- yeah uh what is that uh charlie munger i think he said uh, invert always invert you know yeah. just make sure you are thinking of from the other side fine you love apple but you have to put yourself uh, in the shoes where you have to invert the thinking and think why apple is the worst company like why is the worst investment right, right. uh you have to if you are able to do both the sides uh, convince yourself on both the sides uh, then i think you've done enough research you have enough information and then you weigh all your points pros and cons but yeah you should have enough uh, like the the point of inverting is to make sure that you can see your loopholes like what will kill the company right, right. so uh, yeah. i think it is important one of the toughest one to do for sure like yeah It it sounds very simple. So I made an a uh, post on my Instagram account uh, about inversion thinking, and like one of the one examples that I gave was uh, in life, right? Like most people ask, like how can I be happy? How can I be happy? But like if you use inward thinking, like what makes me unhappy? And mm-hmm. then it is easier to list those. Like if I don't eat healthy, or if I don't like talk to my friends and family. like your list becomes smaller that way and then you again invert and be like okay these are the things that are making me unhappy so i i need to avoid them to be happy so that that it it's not a perfect answer but it helps you think about uh, like what you want to do yep 
that's a great great uh, example right and same with like your work as well if you want to be a good manager like what can i do to be a bad manager like terrible manager and then you list out the things that bad yeah, managers like, do yeah you and then you avoid them like it, yeah. it, that's how like it works much um, easier than thinking about how will i be the best manager in the world right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> cool uh moving to the next one i think this is used widely in chess right uh first order second order and third order thinking which is yeah. like we usually think i think first order is very common where uh if you do something what will be the consequence of it like that is the first order but uh, it's very important to think about the second order consequence as well like what happens after you've made a decision something happens and what happens after that and in chess it's very common because when you move like you think about what will happen two or three moves down and you being chess master you guys used to spend awful lot of time playing chess in college i remember you operative and yash operative <laughs> word being used to at least <laughs> me i think yash still plays um, okay but yeah yeah definitely chess is one of the ones even poker you have to keep on thinking about what will once this is resolved this book condition is resolved what are the probabilities of the next uh, set of condition that can happen right so you have to uh, it's uh, and very again you have to train your brain to think in terms of that delayed gratification is one example where you if you can practice that you are you know you're thinking in second order and third order right I think uh, James Clear in Atomic Habits he gave a similar example where uh, it was like um, you you climb stairs uh, every day so but the first time you do it like first time you climb stairs uh, the first order consequences you'll be tired you 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 will hate your life you will hate yourself because you're 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 making yourself climb four four floors of stairs right and then but if you think about the second order consequence it could be like you start getting healthier you 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 get cardio done without like going to the gym and it becomes part of your routine so that that's a second order but then uh, while thinking in second order third order like whatever is the consequence of your first order each of them will have different paths in second order and they will have different paths in third order so like that that becomes like it's it's almost like uh, running a AI program in your brain. <laughs> so, like, what will be the different parts that uh, your brain will like? The consequence ha- will happen. Like, yeah, the next one we want to discuss, uh, and the last one for this episode, uh, it's uh, Occam's razor. Uh, Ati, do you want to elaborate on what it is exactly? <laughs> yeah, this is again one of my favorite ones. Like, the simplest solution is usually the right one. Right. Okay? so when a especially when you apply it to like you know so many like current uh, things that are <laughs> happening in india like i don't want to get uh, political or anything like that or make any assumptions but like if uh, if sushant singh rajput committed suicide then he probably did okay it's uh, it's a sad fact but we try to look for more complicated solutions that some some conspiracy is going on but occam's razor tells us that it's probably not what right. is on the face of it it is what what that is a fact that is what has most likely happened we right. try our brain are wired in a way where we want to look for interesting patterns want to find why this happened why and you know like one of my favorite nildegras tyson quote um 
universe has universe is under no obligation to make sense to you right so if you ask why it's not give, going to give you answer sometimes things are random and occam's razor can help you find uh, you know be okay with that randomness ki this happened right this is the simplest thing this is usually the right one yeah yeah and it, it has to do with uh, probability as well like in mathematics because if you think uh, probability of a particular thing is uh, 0.5 the probability of that thing happening and something happening after that it's even less than that initial probability so it's always going to be a probability of a probability will always be less so that that's how occam's razor is basically working and like this helps me so many times you've no one like you've no idea like this is like so useful in your daily life like every time any time there are two assumptions that people are making you just go for the simplest one and like i'm telling you most of the time that's the right answer like do you think earth is uh, like spherical and it is moving around uh, other sphere or do you think that for the past what 2 billion years people uh, have been hiding the fact that you are living on a flat surface and the borders of the flat surface are secured by nasa and then there is a sun which is on the top and everyone is hiding your shadow and when nasa employees go there like all of them have been like kept quiet or like everyone is working together just so that you can think right. that earth is flat like no that's not the answer <laughs> like yeah. that 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 does not make sense so yeah. occam's razor is very useful uh any any where can you think of like where it applies to investment for uh so for speculative investments usually you know like if uh, and this happened in 2018 right when the yeah. with the with the bitcoin boom there was so many fraudulent uh, cases uh, with cryptocurrencies and exchanges which tr- would trade cryptocurrencies where they would promise you like i don't know 10% return or 1% return every month that is like 30% return every sorry 1% return every day which is 30% returns every month and which is i don't know like 360% 300 more than 300% every year um you know the, those things when what comes to your mind you know when you for someone tells you i'll give you 30% return a month or 300% return triple your money in one year right yeah it's usually along the lines that this is too good to be true right why why is why is he telling me right and that is like the and then you try to convince maybe i got you know like this is like cryptocurrency is the future and so many governments would adopt it and he has i am the you know a special person like he's trying to sell because he can go to my neighbor and sell that thing but right. i am the special one those are just ways you are you're you know trying to convince yourself but the occam's razor usually tells it's good too good to be true it generally yeah. is yeah yeah so the basic definition is in like when there are two competing as assumptions the simplest one is the answer so it's very useful try it in your life when next time someone just comes in and tells you about two random things that have happened just think about which one could be the easiest one to happen yeah uh, i mean any conspiracy theories could be debunked using occam's yeah. razor right but then at the same time i think like as neil like degrasse tyson said like the world is so complicated sometimes there is a probability that the most complex thing like something complex might have happened but again like it's usually the case where the simplest one is the answer 
Yeah, usually, most likely. Yeah. There is no uh, absolute. So yeah. Anyway, we can go on and on. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. Uh, so we will continue our discussion around mental models and biases. It's a vast topic. There are so many models and that we know of and that we are still learning. And there are so many biases. So we will continue uh, discussing them in our show going forward as well. uh but if you like or if you really want to hear more about mental models and how to use them and more mental models and biases then let us know in youtube comments or just message on messages on instagram and we'll make sure to uh make it a priority like it will be the very next episode or else we'll keep uh, discussing it as per our schedule uh we discussed like five mental models today uh first principle circle of competence inversion thinking first second third order thinking and then occam's razor uh atit and i we have so many resources to share with this but if you want to get a start like uh we'll definitely recommend going to shane like anything that shane parish releases it has so many mental models or just starting by searching furnum street that's his blog and search for furnum street mental models and you will see so many articles that are on his blog site atit has also like in his newsletters i have seen that he discusses uh, his biases and uh, like uh, even the models that you need to think about when you are making an investment so if you haven't subscribed then subscribe to atitkotari.substack.com shameless plug <laughs> shameless plug obviously uh, even i i have written <laughs> even more shameless i have written uh, a blog article about mental models so you can search for it or else you can follow me on instagram malinkpaitapan the entire page is about mental models where every week i post three mental models In so you have form. a separate page uh, just for mental models. Yeah, mental model biases and anything that I'm learning about that oh, topic. That's, that's nice. Yeah. So those are some of the resources for you to get started. Again, as I said, we will continue this discussion forward. Uh, but that's it for this episode. If you like the episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Share it with your friends. It helps us a lot. These are your hosts, Atit and Tapan, and this is Kolbhu Mani. Bye.